Hey everybody, welcome to the next episode of the Strand Tennis Center podcast, filled with tips, advice, tennis, not tennis, just life advice too, whatever you need. Uh, like it on YouTube, share it on uh, the podcast as well. Thank you. Hello everybody, welcome to the Strand Tennis Center podcast. I am Steve Capel, I'm your host. This is our, I don't know how many podcasts it is now, I'm not really sure, that would be a weird thing. I, I know it's at Thursday. Least, at least 40. 40? Yeah. We've done this for 40 weeks in a row? Yeah. That's ins- yeah. Something like that. <laughs> yeah, that's insane. But, you know, it's fun. It's fun to do. It's fun to talk. It's fun to express ourselves, get in contact with our inner selves, Sunday. Yes. Very important. Uh, I, we were talking about uh, what were you bringing up before we went on, and I wanted to addr- address it. We were talking about, what was it, with the social media thing? What, what the heck was it? No, wasn't it like... Transitioning? No, it wasn't transition. Oh. We'll do that. Oh. We're not. It's not Caitlyn Jenner. It's a different transition. <laughs> um, what was it? Uh, we were talking about. Uh, oh, uh, you were talking about. We got some followers. What do oh, you think? Yeah, yeah. What do you think about? Don't even. You don't have to uh, talk about that. Okay. But don't mention the number because this okay. is my whole point. Okay. My whole point is because of the way society is going. You know, they're testing this out, not showing the follower content to anybody. Right. Only your back like end would views, know. Like Correct. On Only your back stuff. end you would know if yeah, you're a yeah. business you would need to know the analytics. But it doesn't show anybody. What do you think about that? So I don't know how many followers yeah. anybody has, how many views. Uh, it's hard now because people know how many people have, especially certain celebrities. But like if you can't see it completely then that'd be kinda nice. Yeah, well yeah. What do you think yeah, about the psychological Okay. Ramifications Here's of that. Here's what I find very interesting. This is like a random topic, but yeah. you know, we use a lot of TikTok for Strand and stuff. Um, and you know, there's like certain songs that are trends, yeah, or certain sounds that are trends. Um, so there's this one band that I really li- I, I listen to, and I know nobody really listens to them, but for some reason, one of their songs, their sound is like a trend, and all these people are using it. And like these people don't listen to this band. I'm like, yeah, I, and like I I like that they're like getting uh, exposure. But I know that these kids that are just using the sound don't really listen to the band and like appreciate the band for or the sound. So you're more of a purist to it. But what do you think that means? Do you think they're they're just is the band making any money then? Are they are they going? They're they're not going to the show because they only know. Yeah, they may not. Are they even buying the song or downloading the song? I don't know. But I mean, I like that they get exposure. But like at the same time, you know, I just find it interesting that like. Like uh, there's another trend where there's like they're using the ABBA sounds, a lot of songs from uh, yeah. uh, those movie, the movies that ABBA does uh, for like their what they sing for. Um, what's it called? Oh, I don't uh, know the Greek wedding, something like that. Oh, okay, my my uh, my friend's group, my my no, cousin's no, Greek no, wedding. No, that, not one? that one. Which one? Mamma Mia. Sorry, oh, <laughs> this is totally Mia. different. Oh, Mamma Mia. They're in Greece. Uh, Mamma Mia. Yeah. And a lot of those sounds are viral, so like kids are learning about different songs and stuff. It's very interesting. And then kids just go with what's viral and what's popular. They don't. They care about views and stuff for sure, but they care about like, they just want to be noticed. And it's okay. the same thing as what it was ten years ago, honestly. Because uh, teenagers, when I was a teenager back then, you know, we just want to be like liked and noticed and stuff. Oh yeah, I you think know, I think people are always the same. They're not changing. It's just exposing us in a different way, right? So it, it has nothing... I, I, I don't agree that people are like, oh, my God, social media is terrible and the internet is terrible. That just sounds like an old person. You read the history of anything and they always were afraid of new technology. People were always afraid of something 
corrupting our kids and all this stuff. Look, people, you know, how many hours were my friends on the phone when we when they were kids? The girls are talking for four or five hours. My sister was on the phone the whole time upstairs. You don't think that's a distraction or that's some sort of watching, looking at magazines, all that. It's all the same. It just happens to be able to be scalable. You can, you know, show somebody a picture in, it could be seen by millions of people instead of you saying, oh, go, what happened? Look at the recent Vogue and go check it out. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just, you, they've just figured out to digitize it and scale it. I don't right. think humans are all the same. I mean, they don't really, that's why I think maybe you shouldn't see the follower content because then it, it, will, not, it will not, like, because it's scalable, it won't make people feel like. You're saying they'll, like, follow or like it just because they like the content more than, sure. more than because other people are following and liking it. That's true. Because I think people will follow, whether, whether it be Kardashian or do something because there's so many followers. I think if there, the follower content wasn't there, the view content wasn't there, they would like it for what it is and not go, oh, maybe if I like this or comment, I will. There's so many, like trollers and people that yeah. comment to get their own promotion their own clout and stuff. so they would have they would have no idea right hey cj what's up we're just live buddy you look good i like your outfit we have these new white shirts new we usually we started the strand something i was kind of yeah. anti like white country anti-white that sounds so, <laughs> sounds so interesting yeah, yeah, uh, no so we're talking about shirts and colors oh, not yeah. races something okay. please right. uh, it'd be funny if i was anti-white because i'm white that's yeah, pretty funny um we were anti-white and collar because it was like kind of, we weren't like the country club. We were different. So we were all black. And now it gets to the point where it just doesn't matter because yeah. we're not professional anyways, right, CJ? <laughs> so we can wear white, black, green, or, or orange. It doesn't matter. But uh, the, sh the new shirts are nice. They're white and they're... So, CJ, come into the camera. Show everybody the new white shirt. Nice little blue logo, nice little white. Look at the handsome face. Look at that. That's the key. Look at that. <laughs> That's the best. Um... So we were talking about social media and content. I think it will. I, I don't, because yeah. there's so many people that, listen, we have a small amount of followers, but you'll get people on the comments that'll say, come see my site, right? Yeah. Because they know we're getting a lot of views or a lot of content. People just won't do that anymore. They, well, they just won't know where to do it. They'll just spray and pray and go, all right, maybe I'll figure out where to get promotion somewhere. You know what's interesting? What? Uh, I would say like a few months ago, I found our tennis videos on another person's Instagram, but it was like a tennis Instagram. So it was just like a compilation of like random tennis videos. Oh, so he's or, like, it's like, so uh, like, he like downloaded it and posted it. about that, it. CJ? And then like, it was like one of our, one of our <laughs> tips and clips or whatever. You know what I mean? That's pretty cool. So that's pretty interesting. At first I was mad, but I was like, oh, this it's is good. It's good promotion. Yeah. It's, it's like collaboration. It's like when uh, people take quotes from movies and put it on their yeah, thing or comedy yeah. stuff and they put it on their thing. But like, but the thing that made me mad was there was no like uh, credit. There's no credit to Strand or anything. You know what I mean? I don't know. Tell me the. Tell, well, let's give them some credit. Have, you should tell a, me the name. Have, we'll we'll do the opposite. We'll be nice. Whatever. We'll give them a little yeah, little promotion. It was. it was just a random thing. Like a lot of like uh, Instagram pages, they like oh highlights of like certain players or certain points and stuff, and then like t compilations of that type of stuff. And we were on there, and I was just like, what is this? I was like, this is a strand. I was looking at it. I was like, this Sunday. is blue? This is gray. I know this place. Is the I, did, I, like, I know this I place. And I looked at, the, and I looked at the, little, the little caption on the bottom. Nothing. Nothing strand. Nothing. I was like, oh, you motherfucker. 
<laughs> Santi, I appreciate I your little, loyalty. I was a little mad because I was like, I make, I, I film all these videos. Yeah, you like, make them. Yeah, I was like, I take, you know, it's okay. But it's cool. <laughs> it's cool that I guess, you know, we're spreading the joy of our place. I guess. No, I think it's. Uh, I think I think it's good. I think it should be an open system, and people, and unless it, I don't know. I mean, is there anything that isn't? <sighs> It's all about people. How many things are you know when they were when they were taking a, you remember when uh, Steve Jobs con- convinced uh, I forget I, I don't know if it was the Rolling Stones or somebody to put their music on iTunes and stuff like that. What are you gonna do at one point? It's like, oh, like uh, it's, commercials. Yeah, it's like, like the, the record. U, the yes, I think so. yeah, the YouTube, YouTube. Yeah. I think it's the record business in general, right? When Napster started, they should have embraced it and got a part of it, and then they're becoming consequential. They can't control that. You can't control things like that. Things are going to be open. Technology will take over things. I do believe it's a weird sort of thing. They're saying like, you know, where's the intellectual property anymore? But now it seems like artists and painters can make money on the Internet like they never could before. Like, how many paintings of people, you know, my wife has bought things from artists on Instagram. They could have never ran a business that way or had anything. They'd have to go through a curator. They'd have to go through uh, uh, this site where they get a cut and they get a cut. You can go direct to the consumer now. So, and I guess art is different. You can copy art, but uh, but what are you going to do? You know, if somebody makes a painting and then you can see that painting very similar in other places as well, what are you going to really do? There is, I mean, there's copyrights for songs and music like that, but I, I don't know. Uh, it's tough. You can hear the argument either way that, you know, you're infringing on my copyright or you're, you know, it's tough. I, I, I think there's great pros for the artist on the internet and there are our cons. People are going to swipe stuff and steal stuff and share it. So, and I, what I don't like is when the big, music people, the big bands that have made millions already before the internet go, oh, who cares? Well, there's a bunch of small bands that are trying to make a living at it, yeah. so I would care a lot about people swiping all the music and stealing it all. I, I really would agree with that. But there's pros and, you know, I don't know, the internet takes all the middle out, right? It takes everybody out, like I can sell something to you directly. No one, no one's in between anymore. There's no more gatekeepers. And we, yeah. we're, we're changing this, but we're going, but you can go into blockchain too, you know. That's going to take out everybody. The blockchain is kind of Web 3.0. It will take out everybody. You, you know what the blockchain is, right? Yeah. So in other words, if I go, if I go to sell a house, there's, it's, a, it's a ledger on there. I could sell my house to you directly on that ledger mm-hmm. without a title insurance company, without any of that, because we won't need any of those middle people, any lawyers, anything, because we've made this agreement. And it's on the ch- and it's on the ledger, so it's legal. It's illegally on the blockchain, digitized, so you cannot argue about it. But you know, obviously, there's going to have to be some middle ground. You're gonna, I, I would would assume there's going to need some police. I can't sit here and sell my house to you on the blockchain, and then you decide to say I'm not going to move my stuff out. You know what I mean? Yeah. You got it's really tough. Like I don't know how that's going to work, but I can see a lot of things getting the middle out. So, like musicians, that's why they're like trying to regulate the whole crypto market and like, I think regulation know. of the crypto market will be great for crypto because there'll be a bunch of institutional money that goes into because it's regulated right now there's so much fraud yeah. with Bitcoin and crypto yeah, 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 yeah. you need it regulated um, but uh, I was talking about uh, but now the artist can sell direct to the consumer that way 
and not have to give everybody a cut. So they're, you know, NFTs, right? Non-fungible tokens. Yeah. Like I can sell music in an NFT format and then get royalties in perpetuity. So in other words, if I sell my song to you, you buy it. Right. And then you can then do anything you want with that NFT and you resell it. I get a VIG on that sell oh, really? forever. Oh, cool. So that's why it's great for artists. So if I'm a painter and I sell a painting yeah. digitally... When people are buying NFTs like crazy, and I sell it to you, my family's taking care of. Say, say, but it's if, you if sell I buy it. The MF, a, NFT, NFT. I don't own the whole thing. Is that what you're saying? No, you. There's there. They NFTs have div, digital. Con, they have smart contracts. So I could say, oh, oh, oh. listen, I'm going to sell you this digital painting. Yeah. I made this digital painting. Yeah. And it comes with a real one too. I okay. can do that if I yeah, want yeah. to, but I don't have to. But okay. if I have this digital painting and it ends up. I sell it to you for a thousand bucks, but it ends up being worth seven thousand. You resell it. Yep. I get a cut of that resale, oh. so you can make another hundred thousand million dollars on a secondary market. But right now, Picasso, say Picasso made a bunch of paintings. Yeah. He doesn't get any cuts of all these ones that are right, sold. Right, right. No one does. They get sold to Whoa. Sotheby's, and that's it. They're done. Then Sotheby sells them, and that person owns it. And it's sitting in a vault, and if it increases in value, and they sell it, it's their money. So that's the good thing about NFTs. Interesting. Technology. We've gone to technology, CJ. We've gone all over the place. I was just, this is going to be a podcast about handing the keys over. Oh. <laughs> but we, we'll, we'll get to that. Oh, but Lord. it's very interesting talking about Web3. I could talk all day about it. It's, uh, because you're going to do things like There's clubs two. are doing it too. They're, giving, they're selling NFTs, and with that, you get specialty passes. So the NFT gives you a special access and all those things. So, and then I can then sell that special act at access, access to somebody else at a higher price. And then I get a cut of that. It's just, it's a great way to, it's, it's, it's a good business way. It's a great way to make money. So flipping. Flipping. We're gonna, we're gonna but flipping, flipping but you're getting a VIG. Yeah. That's cool. It's cool. It's cool. Um, so this podcast is about handing over the keys, CJ. The CJ, she, CJ probably doesn't know what handing over the keys means, but... I think you should do it uh, as a business owner. You should definitely do it as a test at least. I mean, at minimum, do it a couple of days or three days or four days a year, but we're going to do it for a little longer. Uh, and giving the keys means give the keys to your number two or number one uh, or number three to run the facility. And I'm going to ask Santi, why do you why do you think there's value in that, Santi, to give somebody uh, that works for you the keys? You, sh- you show that you like trust them and you're challenging them at the same time, and then you have to can't you can't as as an owner you can't baby something forever, or else you'll mentally go crazy maybe, um, and you can't like you know that's what I would say at least as from the owner's aspect, you have to definitely trust people more, and it shows that you trust us. Uh, taking care of your business and growing the business or keeping it afloat at least. Um, correct. In the, long, in the long term. I think all those are correct from every perspective. I think you can y- use a phrase called shared ownership. You start to trust people to say, listen, you can run this like me because you're caring just as much as me. Or not, I, I wouldn't expect you would care just as much as me, but you have the aptitude and the ability to do that and I, sometimes, and a lot of times, the owner is the problem. He's the problem in the process sometimes. And 
it's a great way to test that and to go. Sometimes when people think that they're going to be missed, they're very narcissistic and they have a problem. So you have to, even for me, if I step back and look at myself and go, I have to step back and go, listen, I'm not that important either. You guys can handle this, and sometimes I get in the way of the process. Happens a lot. There's a book called The Flight of the Buffalo. If you ever read this book, it's very good for you to read it because you're taking over the keys. CJ should read it too over there as he's quiet looking at his computer, focusing. Flight of the Buffalo, and I said this on a podcast before, When there is a lead buffalo with a herd. And without... So when there's a lead buffalo, all of the herd follows that buffalo, the one buffalo. And when people started to realize that Indians, you know, um, any, any hunters of buffalo started to kill the lead buffalo because they didn't know where to go afterwards. The oh. buffalo had no idea what to do, so they would take over the lead of the buffalo. So this is called the flight of the buffalo because you don't want to run a company that way. You don't want to run a company uh, where I'm the lead buffalo because if I get shot in the head, no one knows what to do. Oh, my God. Yes. So the flight of the buffalo is is about, and I should know the species of bird, I'm sorry, whether it's anybody, seagull, I'm not really sure, geese, but they fly this way. And when they fly, you can see that, they fly like this. There's no one leading. This side leads, this side leads. They fly in this triangle position okay. where at one point the left side leads, the right side leads. There's no leader. Okay. And that's the big thing to realize. So you have but to it looks re- like there's a leader. There it, isn't. And that's the beauty really of it. It's oh. like this, and they're flying like this. Oh. Yeah, I've seen that. In the so story. there's no leader, and that's how a company needs to be run. That, well, Santi's leading today. Yeah. You know, And again, it can't be chaos. You can't have 35 people thinking they're leading. But everybody knows they're in this, where, where, where is the birds going? They're going to a specific place. They know where they're going. So like the business, we have a specific goal. Everybody knows what they're trying to do. We're trying to create a, a situation where we're giving lessons and people are happy and we're booking more lessons. And because people are happy, we book more. And we're trying to always keep doing that, have people improve, making sure they're improving, making sure they're feeling better about themselves, make sure they walk out of here and go, boy, I really feel good about myself today. And... I love the way they make me feel. Everybody knows that. Mm -hmm. So everyone at some point can take the lead in that as long as they know where they're going. And that's the big key. So when you have have a lead buffalo, (laughs) the kids are getting demos. This is the greatest. See, we keep this going and the kids need their demos. And they need paper towels as well. There you go. This is the best. No worries. <laughs> Paper towels. How are you? Good job, Rich. How was the lesson? I didn't have it. Oh, you didn't have it yet. Three thirty. All right. Or five o'clock. I'm so usually at three thirty, aren't you? Four thirty. Four thirty. That's very nice of you. I appreciate that. I'll see you later. You're very welcome. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> uh Customer service at all times, Santi. So that's so it's so great. It's Always so funny. Alert. He didn't see me even talking on the mic. I'm just no, like, he, like he, has, even care. he has, doesn't even care. He's like, who cares what he's doing? Camera, what is he? Hey, but, the towels. That is so funny. And, uh, 
Hey, Tyler, come on in. We're live. But we've so funny. Rich was over here getting his paper towels, and I'm sitting there talking on the mic. He didn't even know I was on a mic or a camera. It was very funny. We have to have Tyler Lowe on the podcast, too. He's been here for a while, and he's the best. Tyler, next week we're going to have you on. Excited. Tyler is excited. That doesn't sound like sarcasm. That doesn't sound like Tyler. Talk about his, his Very genuine. <laughs> Enjoy the show. So that's the difference between a buffalo herd and a, a geese herd or any type of birds. They are lead together. Okay. And so my job is to step away as much as I can because I don't want to be the lead buffalo. And I like a perfect example, like last week, and it's a it's a practicing thing because that's you know, very humble of you. Sorry, I don't want to interrupt, but that's very like, as like an owner of a business, that's very like interesting to say that like you're okay with like us leading or us, you know, you know what I mean? Look, I feel like you maybe I guess because you've done it for so long, leading the whole thing. Uh, okay, I, I appreciate it. I I definitely do, and it's also both. It's it's my own reasons too yeah. because. I can't keep pushing this forward all by myself. There's yeah, yeah. how much energy do you have to do it, right? right, right. So it's also for selfish reasons too, right? So I got to be honest. Like yeah. I want you guys. I don't want to be a micromanager. I don't. Right, I like right. when people can do their own thing and feel like they have their own life. I really like that a lot. But I don't have the energy to police Tyler around. Are you kidding me? Yeah, Tyler yeah. will tell me forget it. Right? <laughs> Tyler's the best. Close that door, Tyler. I'm an important podcast here. So. No one has that kind of energy. Even people that are great, like leaders, and they're you know they have a great charisma, and you see them all over social media. They hire people below them that really, really, yeah. they let them delegate and they report to them. But they there's a lot of stuff going on that they're like, you know what? You figure it out. You yeah, do yeah. it. Yeah, we'll yeah. check in. We'll see how it goes, and then we'll reevaluate if it's not going well. Yeah, that makes sense. So uh, at one point. You just you don't have the energy to do it. And, and then at one point, people don't like it. Like, you cannot get into a situation where you're making every decision, telling people, no, this is what we got. You have to allow things to happen. Let people make mistakes that are manageable. And my job is to be like, I had to do it. We talked about it this week. I made a couple of decisions, right? Mm-hmm. I have to do those. Yeah. Because you definitely need that leadership to say, okay, look, you're more experienced in this. You have to make decisions because it's a fine line, right? So if I make every single decision and I micromanage, it's going to annoy the shit out of everybody. But if I don't make the important decision, I don't look like I'm strong either. So it's a fine line. If I say, hey, Santi, could you, you know, let this employee go? You're going to be like, what the fuck? Like, (laughs) I'm not doing that shit. I'll do it. Yeah, I'll do it. But I'll you do would, it, but I shouldn't, I shouldn't you, be the one doing you it. You shouldn't be the one doing it, right? So there's some important things that need to be done, and that helps guide. So I'm part of this flight, right? So sometimes I'll, I'll push a little bit and lead and stuff like that. So I think the only way for a business to scale, and I tell this directly to every pro that comes in here and thinks that the lessons are theirs. I said the same thing. We started at a small space. If I was the lead buffalo, I'd be still be doing every goddamn lesson. And I'd be like, no, I have to do every one because I'm the leader and that's the way it's got to go. Or I go on your court and I tell you, listen, this is what you got to do. Yeah, yeah. And the court, no, this is not right. Like, that's a ridiculously bad leader. Yeah. If we can talk afterwards in a one-on-one, I say, hey, Santi, here's a piece of advice. Maybe this make your lesson better. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like that's a better way yeah. to talk to someone. It's not as embarrassing. It's not as court. embarrassing. Yeah. It's not me trying to look good and you trying to make you trying to look bad. There's very, very. Uh, there's a ton of nuances to leadership which are real important. So when I sense and it and it, listen, I I've been trying to do longer kind of. Uh, I guess we call it uh, key gifts or key givings or lo- longer uh, have the keys for a while. And this is one's going to be the longest one because it's you guys. You guys have shown the ability to sometimes I'll just sit in the corner over there while you guys are talking <laughs> and know that, you know what, I can probably have the answer to this right away. And I did. And I leave it alone. Right. Oh, okay. Back and forth, back and forth. And I go, let them do it. Let them figure it out. Because if I come and give the answer, guess what's going to happen? You guys are going to turn to me every goddamn time. And I told you, it happened two weeks ago where somebody was texting me and going, you know, we have a problem. I'm like, this shouldn't be texted to me. You guys can handle this. Solve it. Solve it. Solve it. So the more that happens... The more everyone's job gets better, the more you enjoy it. I'm not hanging over your head. The more uh, Chris, CJ, everybody enjoys it because they're like, hey, we know the vision. We know the goal. Don't micromanage the goal. That's why Apple was great. Your jobs, is, jobs was insane, right? He was a little bit crazy, but he, he said you hire good managers and trust them to do it. Like, you don't micromanage the shit out of it. Yeah, you let them manage. You the let them manage and do their job. So giving the keys will be a longer period of time here. And you always have to realize that short of the building a building burning down, you got to trust people to, they're going to make mistakes. And, and again, like if I, if there was a mistake made, like I say, I'll be gone. And there was a mistake made. And I called you and I was like, what the fuck? You'd be like, well, this just, this just sucks. I know. Right. It it, it can't go that way. Cause that's not being gone either. That's just being a a pain in the ass. So to me, how this is going to go, Santi, I will, if there is an emergency, someone will get a hold of me. But when we come back, we'll have a review, which we do. We have a review and say, listen, pros and cons. What do you think? What do you think you need more help with? What do you think you struggled with? And then we grow from there. That's the way it's got to be, right? And look, it's the only way for a company to grow in any way. Like, uh, listen, these companies are hard to grow anyways. Again, we can go to the parameters of this space, how big the building is, how hard it is, and how the barrier to entry for an indoor tennis club is very difficult because, you know, they built all these clubs in the 70s, and the soft cost to build a building in, in the Northeast, and Chicago is a big area too, is super expensive. You're going to build a soup to nuts building, 45,000 square feet. It's a lot of money. Everybody's going to go, listen, I'm going to build the condos. That's what they're going to do. You get the most money per square footage, right? You can put how many units in 45,000 square feet? You're going to put a lot of units in there, right? So that's that's the trade-off, right? So you have to realize that the only way to grow inside this business is to give some freedom and parameters to your, the people that are there. And the way we can grow is then, like I said, I can think of more ideas outside of this club with the freedom to, and I have a, 
there's so many ideas that pop in my head, so many businesses that pop in my head with the freedom to do it. You don't need me micromanaging an idea about the about a schedule on Tuesday and who's going to do like it's silly. Yeah, we'll Those things bog down your brain. I need more time to be able to say, all right, there's a cr- couple of great consultant ideas here that I can do. So you guys are uh, are good to do it. Like, what do you, what is your uh, how are you feeling? Like, are you are you excited about doing it? I mean, you've run a restaurant oh, before. Do you I feel, feel like fine. I'm just worried about the week that I'm gone? But it shouldn't isn't be that, that funny? Yeah, <laughs> that's that's like while you're talking about this, I'm like, oh, this is real. Okay, while I'm gone, blah 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 is gonna happen. But the thing is, summertime's not as bad. That's so, why we're doing it. And my schedule's not that bad. So like, you know, finding whatever for me is fine. And then you know, while I'm gone, you know, I'll I'll check stuff and things too. So as kind of the administrator of pickle, yeah. Yeah. you'd be like, okay, let's get these ducks in a row. Yeah. Who are doing these things? Yeah. Who are doing these classes? Yep. And. Um, if there's any emergency, you know, Chris, CJ, get a hold of me in regards to doing anything yeah. pickle-wise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's only a week. It's only, yeah, yeah. exactly. Right, and most of the stuff is the same stuff, so it shouldn't be that, you know, it's just like, can you get me on the list? And I'm like, all right, that's basically it. <laughs> that's all it is. I want to play tomorrow. I want to play. play on the list. Like, no, you're not on the list. Yeah, it's not, yeah. It's not brain surgery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, That's all uh, I'm worrying about. So. Well, good. I'm glad you're only worrying about that I'm instead of going. that way, though. <laughs> like, only because I mean, obviously I'm worried about my stuff first, and then I'll worry about everything else later. But I feel like that's a little selfish of me. No, but it, seems, it doesn't seem selfish. It seems like you're confident and you know how to do your job. Oh. So you're like, I, I'm here. If I was here every week, I'd have no problems. Yeah, I wouldn't care. Yeah. I'd be like, yeah, that's cool. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. There was like, I think it was like in the winter or something, or I forgot where you were. You went somewhere. Did we I? We were fine. You and Maroon were gone for like a few days. I forgot where you went. This was, but I was like, this is oh, fine. I think we went, to, we went to Charleston or something, something somewhere, somewhere. down in South Carolina. Yeah, we were like totally fine. It was, you know. See, it was better, wasn't it? <laughs> no, I wasn't saying it's better, but it's. Yeah, you just don't need your boss hammering it over their head. It's it's better off if it doesn't. So the keys are really important to uh, give over and give the trust to the employee. I think it's uh, I think it's and I keep on talking about it. And I, I think it's really a lot harder than I get than it is because people it becomes their baby, it becomes their thing. It becomes everything to them. That's why in a small business, you have to be able to make quick decisions, too. You you cannot like lament over decisions. You have to be able to make them and make them quickly, because in a small business you're responsible for I don't know twenty to twenty five people's lives. So if you screw mm-hmm. up mm-hmm. and don't make the right decision, you're responsible for everybody else there. And those are questions we have with people and employees all the time. When you have to tell them something they may not like to hear, and say, "Listen, unfortunately, I'm the one." Fortunately or fortunately, I'm the one in charge, and I have to make this decision for everybody in the group, not just for you. I have to think of 20 other people when I make these decisions. I can't say, oh, let's give this another shot for six or eight months because I don't know. You're asking. But it's not just about me. Right. If, if we allow those things to happen, that means who knows? 12 people could be out of a job, and then it's my fault. I have to think of the group. And that's the most important thing, and that's good for you to learn when you take over the keys. You have to think of everybody. When you make these decisions, you have to go, okay, wait a minute. If I do this for this person, is this going to 
is this not a good decision for the team? The team is the most important thing because I think we've discussed before, like, why were the Patriots so great? I know Brady left, so but why are these teams so good? Because they think of the team first instead of themselves. They think, what can I do to contribute to the team? And then if I do that, my life will be taken care of. And that's the way you have to look at the boss. The more I can do for the team around here, the more everyone will take care of me and they'll be taking care of themselves. You have to think of everyone in that group and say, oh, we're in this for this common goal. You see when they win NBA championships, all those things. This team sacrificed. We sacrificed. We sacrificed. We gave it to the team. We said this before. Why do all-star teams lose to better cohesive teams? Because they're just a bunch of individual good athletes that aren't sacrificing. Yeah. That's the way it they is. They just want to shine. Yeah, they just want to shine. You sacrifice for the team, and you will achieve success. Pretty simple stuff. But hard to do, because people are humans, right? People have insecurities. They have issues. They, they want to they wanna shine. They want to feel the, like the most important. They want to be able They want to get... Uh, they want to get the most lessons. They want to feel like everybody wants to request them, and... This never works. Are you nervous at all, giving us the keys? Actually, no, not the. I don't. Not this time. I feel it's, like you shouldn't be. It's very strange. Yeah, I feel like I feel you like shouldn't. Yeah. I feel like it's not. Nothing's like. Nothing's gonna like. There's gonna be like major fires or anything. You know, there's no, nothing. I, I don't usually, think so. there's never anything crazy anyway. You know. No, I I, so, I really don't think so. I'm pretty yeah. like, and this is the first time I'm gonna do it for a longer period of time, but. And really doing it because I'm making announcements and stuff like that. Yeah. But yeah, I really and, and I think it's because you know you're part of it too, and Chris is part of. It. I think there's two people, and and, and Ruth Ann's great. There's two people that are kind of on the court that are have great management skills too. Thanks. Not you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yes, of course, okay, something. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think. Yeah, we're fine. Yeah. Not that bad. I equate this to like, you know, like, remember you told me you worked in, like, you worked on a grill for like the summertime. Oh, when yeah, you were younger. yeah. Yeah, it's called being in the weeds. Yes. Yeah, that's the worst feeling. Like when you're in a restaurant, you're in the weeds and you're like running around trying to satisfy all these people. The worst thing. This is nothing compared to that. You're just. <laughs> so you got perspective. Conversation. Yeah. There's no fires to really put out. You know? I, I'm going to call Santi at Hawaii time at like <laughs> 2 in the morning. Go, Santi, what the fuck? Yeah, what happened? Yeah. Santi be like, uh, see if I can't help you, yeah, dude. But then, but then the thing is, like, if you did that, uh, I would think about it. I'd be like, oh, crap, what happened? And, uh, and then, like, I would know, never do that. Yeah, I've yeah. learned not to do that stuff. Like, I've done, look, you want to talk about doing things wrong? I'm, I'm, she's <laughs> make a list of how many times I've done it. It's just, years of knowledge of never reacting in that moment it never works there's no reason to dress someone down to react in a certain way at that moment because you just look like an asshole so we could you can do it on both levels on the employee side or the customer side a customer can come in here and be totally wrong they're totally wrong and they're rude but if you act like an asshole to them you're just wrong because you shouldn't be like you know what you're just a dick and you're wrong (laughs) And then everybody, because I've, you know, don't listen. You to, don't you have to tell them that they're a dick, basically? No, I've, do, I've done it before time. where I've reacted yeah. to a person on the court, yeah, yeah, and everybody's yeah. like, I can't believe you reacted that way. They, they don't want to see that side right. because they're in this place for joy. Yeah, so yeah, even yeah. if the person's wrong, they don't want to see hostility. They can see that at home. Right, you know what right, I mean? Right, you know right, what I mean? They right. don't want to see it. So your job is to go to the side 
and say, listen, I'm sorry. You, 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 I think you've made a mistake here. Uh, hopefully you can come. Whatever you say, but you right. just don't ever, ever make it a scene because, and on the employee side, you make it a scene, it's just embarrassing the employee. You take them later yeah. and you go, listen, these are the things that I think you can help you in this situation to make it better. Unless it becomes where the employee's making a scene and you got to step oh, in. Oh, wait, that's different. Sure. Yeah, but that's, that's really but that's rarely happens. I don't think it, it's ever happened here. There was one time it happened and I had to step in. But, but I've done it before. I've just overreacted. You cannot overreact in a customer right. service business. It's just... You can tell the person, and we've written letters and said, listen, listen, I don't think this place is for you. We can't satisfy you because they're just a, an egregious person, and it's very hard. So you just tell them, look, it's not going to work. So I won't have any explosions when I'm away. <laughs> That'll be fine. But that's it. It's very important to give the keys up. If you're running a business, give the keys up once in a while. Very big key to the growth and your own uh and you really test whether you've hired the right people. It's on you. And if it doesn't go well, it's my fault. It really is. Oh, really? I've hired the people. Right. I've trusted yes. them to give them the keys. If they screw it up, it's my fault. That's true. It is. Everything is back to your fault. Interesting. Not your fault. My fault. Interesting. Everything's back to me. Because I, ha I can't say, I can't come back here and go, you guys are so goddamn fucking stupid. I'm like, I didn't educate them properly. I yeah, didn't. Yeah, yeah. What did I do wrong some way that I didn't transfer the information properly? Yeah. So. Makes sense. Everybody, hopefully you like this podcast. Hopefully it helps. Again, answer is in what? The actions, my friend. Actions. The actions. So work out. Do whatever you got to do because it makes you feel better. And do, and do uh, like I said, do the plunge. Do the cold plunge. Something very good. Sauna, 15 minutes a day. Plunge, three minutes. Oof. Brutal. Minimum effective dose, 175 degrees, 20-minute, four, four sessions, 20 minutes, but you should do 15 minutes a day then for five days. And go into that plunge, baby. Cold plunge is great, super healthy. Like it's something, no way, man. Cold plunge, it's amazing how your body will acclimatize real quick. Like I would go in there and be like, oh, my God, I can't do this. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're sitting here like we're doing this. We're doing, you just start to convince yourself. You just wait. Then you start to get addicted to it. And you're like, this is good. It's so you're bad. You're like addicted to the pain, is what you're saying? You're addicted to how you feel afterwards. Oh, my God. After you yeah. feel afterwards, you feel so refreshed. Yeah. But it's also a great anti-inflammatory. So you like just, alive. your skin tight. It feels fresher. Your skin feels fresh. The, the sauna I thought I would like more. I like it for what it does. But during it, it's stuff. It's hard. Yeah, yeah. But the cold plunge, you're starting to feel like this refreshing feeling. This unbelievably, like... I used to have a cup of coffee in the morning. I'm not drinking the coffee in the morning. I'm doing that. Then I'll have a coffee it's later not, in the day. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. So do that. Yeah. Try it. Thanks, guys. Hey, everybody. Hope you like the podcast. Please share it with your friends, anybody that you know, anybody that's into tennis, anybody that's into bettering themselves. Share it.